morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Board Midday Grind on a Monday here. Chuck Marlowe has TMA duties again tomorrow, I believe. So we're Chuckless for a couple of days. Hoff is here. Rocky is here. A Monday edition. And if you look at the local basketball teams, you got a team that's five and two in conference play. You got a team that's one and five. But the team that's two and seven in conference play is actually feeling the best. Illinois knocked off a ranked Maryland team, but otherwise. A lost weekend, and right now, Blues are off till Saturday. Can't even do a Douglas. Can't even go through the schedule. There's no schedule to go through. And then Saturday, they'll be in Columbus, boarding a flight Friday. That's it. That's it for the whole week. Saturday in Columbus. So you look at the college scene in basketball, that's what's going to save us right now. You're not watching the Pro Bowl. Love the All-Star game. Love the fact the All-Star oh. game is going to be here next. Can't wait. Can't for wait. It. We're going to break it all down. Well, I actually recorded it. I had that Our Little Haven trivia night. Great event. Which, by the way, the Hoffs were there. Your parents, not only great people. I don't know how they spawned the wet blanket. Great people. <laughs> spawned? <laughs> right, that sounded bad. <laughs> how Go you on. were derived? No. Derived? My, my origination. Wet Blanket's parents were there. The lovely Hoffmans. And they brought me a six-pack of Civil Life Brown Ale. They had been to the Civil Life headquarters. I think is off of Gravelly. Gravelly. Right? Yeah. yeah. Over that away. Uh, they'd been to the world headquarters there. So I didn't get to watch the All-Star game because of the trivia night. So I've recorded. So if you could, don't. Don't spoil it. Try not to break it down for me. I know Ryan O'Reilly scored a couple of goals. I, th- I think the Metropolitans won, I believe. But don't ruin it for me. So anyway, the point is there's not a whole lot going on in the sports world. you got a Super Bowl coming up next Sunday. Well, Marquette's top 10 in the AP well, that, coaches poll. That my, that, my friends, is probably the lead story. <laughs> but really, the basketball scene, and this is true for the Billikens right now, with this season, you got a chance to get everyone's attention. Good crowd Saturday, the whiteout, the game against Davidson. And they lose a heartbreaker. And you almost feel bad because what do you do on TV? You show the highlights, show the big moments. If it's Saturday night, you probably show five or six plays. Hey, they took the lead. Hey, Davidson took the lead. Here's a little back and forth. Well, by Sunday night, we'll usually give you like two things that happened from a game. Hey, if you missed it Saturday, here's the winning shot. You got to show Jordan Goodwin. And I actually felt really bad. Good kid, local kid. But he missed two free throws with .4 seconds left. If you're a Billiken fan who doesn't pay close attention or you're a loosely a SLU fan, I got to show you that, don't I? I mean, I, yes. can't, I cannot hide that fact. Now, we're not berating him. 
But showing it last night, I even changed the language in my script. Instead of saying he misses both, I said he just could not connect. Oh, Does that sound better? That does. That's nice of you. He could not connect. Doesn't that sound a little more palatable than he he missed both? Brutal ending for SLU. So they're now 5-2. and two. And whereas we have those hockey numbers where we can point to percentages for the playoffs, there isn't really a grid, is there, for tournament odds or number that they associate with a team where there's like an actual metric that breaks down road games, home games, opponent strength. But I would think the slew tournament meter right now. Ooh, low. And I got to say, Rammer, Bill and Bob himself, last week said it, just win the conference tournament. That's it. Win the conference tournament. Appears to be a down year for the A-10. No guarantees on how many teams will get in. So it's almost, I'm not going to say insignificant. You still want to have a strong resume. But if that really is the only way to be be sure you get in, if a great A-10 run doesn't do it, then really don't get too upset over the next couple of weeks, next month and a half, if they lose some games. Because all it's going to really come down to in Bob's estimation, and I, I get his point. I think he might be correct there. Now, if you were 13-3 and three in the A-10 with a gaudy win total overall but don't win the conference tournament, you could probably still get in. But I think for SLU, we were pretty much across the board. This is a tournament team. Now, they lost Cartier Gordon, a couple other players left the program. I'm getting nervous. I'm not being a wet blanket, okay? I'm not. We're not spawning a wet blanket here on the air. Little nervous. You're walking into NIT guy right now. No, no, no. I'm still. I love the Billikens. Still hopeful. You beat Richmond on Wednesday. You'll be six and two in the A10. You're just fine. You're fine. But a little bit nervous about their overall tournament picture. Mizzou. We didn't have them going to the tournament. Remember, they were picked ninth in the SEC, and that was with a healthy Jonte Porter. But they had a 14 point lead. LSU. When I say LSU basketball. What's your reaction? Does Glenn, that... Big Baby Davis. Shaq, Ben Simmons. Rocky was younger. He's going to say Ben Simmons. No, I was going to say I, I got to take a trip one time down to LSU with one of Mizzou's teams, and we got to tour all the facilities. And I'll never forget going from the football stadium and the football facilities to then seeing the basketball stadium and the basketball facilities. That will always be the picture in my mind of LSU, how much like the difference? they do not care. Oh, okay, you're right. They're about – basketball compared world, to just the ridiculous it, it maybe not that big i mean they, i know they recently did a little bit of work on the basketball side but that the difference and just that alone will always be my enduring thought about lsu basketball now, i love pete maravich love dale brown but love for Shaq. the most part when you say lsu basketball you're like yeah okay yeah it, there isn't a lot of star power i mean again we there were some teams here or there they made a great final four run as a Big time underdog one year, but for the most part, LSU is not. It's not like when Kentucky comes to town. Even at this point, it's not like Tennessee coming to town. So Mizzou had LSU on the ropes, up by fourteen. You lose that game in overtime. Mizzou fans, you've had that game before, not just basketball, but just disappointment. One in five in the SEC. We were probably a little bit fooled coming out of non-conference where they had won. I think they were they nine and three, ten and three, nine and three maybe, and said, hey, they could. Maybe surprise a team or two. Maybe, you know, win a game or two. But right now, it's it's going the other way for Mizzou. One in five. Mentioned it. Illinois got their win. You heard it here on 5-9 to the fan. The Illini Radio Network, they beat a ranked Maryland team. Uh, other than that, not a lot to get excited about over the weekend. <laughs> you probably didn't watch the Pro Bowl. No. No. 
Uh, you probably recorded the All Star game like I did. I forgot to. You know what? Hot take. National I'll just radio. Your guy, house and watch it. National radio guy. Hot take. Anywhere you dial up and down on a Sunday was to like make fun of the Pro Bowl, and it's just so easy this time of year. And the Pro Bowl is pretty stupid. I think if you ask NFL players, they would say, and it's pretty stupid. Put it back in Hawaii, more guys would probably show up. But for the most part, nobody cares. But that's fine. I think it is what it is, right? The only All-Star game that I care about is MLB. It's summertime. It's tradition. The game itself doesn't, it doesn't have the sizzle it used to have, but I would still sit and watch. NBA, it's going to be 180 to 170, but they are the stars on parade. I get that. But the Pro Bowl came and went. Nobody cares. This week. Normally, we'd be breaking down the Super Bowl. Instead, we're breaking down whether or not we're still bitter. Will you hate watch all of those topics on the table? Joe Roderick's actually there. Super Bowl coverage for 590 The Fan. And I think Joe said his plan was to talk to a lot of the St. Louis players that were here, the Gurleys and the Aaron Donalds of the world, which, again, when those guys left, they had nothing bad to say. I'm sure deep down, if you ask a player... You get the chance to go to L.A., what do you think they're going to say? Of course they're excited. Hey, St. Louis has been great. I'm out of here. <laughs> I mean, that was the, the Roland Williams story when he was drafted in 98 by the Rams. Sitting in his house in Rochester, New York. Said the phone rings, picks it up. He puts the phone down. His whole family, they're all there. And he said, I'm going to get picked by the Rams. And he said his mom got up and started dancing around and said, we're going to L.A. We're going to L.A. And he's like, Mom. Mom, they're in St. Louis. And she said, oh. oh. <laughs> to be fair, that's the reaction everybody would have. So these players, I'm sure if Joe talks to them or other people, they'll have nice things to say about St. Louis. And they're not the issue. And we all know that. It'd be nice if you got an interview with Demoff. <sighs> I mean, he's going to be around. I think Joe would go up to him, right? Oh, he would. Totally. And you know Kevin's not going to want to. Avoid the attention no, of Kevin, what this week is going to bring. Correct. So he's going to probably, in fact, he'll complain if there's media availability and there isn't a little nameplate that says Kevin Demoff, COO. There was a story today, uh, ESPN.com, a long story about how they were sort of not even treading water with Jeff Fisher, but by the time they got to LA, I think they thought that they were going to take off. And instead, remember that first year was a disaster. And they were tracing back all of these moves and moments that led to Fisher becoming more of a caricature. There's no doubt that the real sports, or not real sports, hard knocks, that clip led to the caricature, added to it. But then a big piece that came out late in that season that said they called it Rams Junior High School, how he and Sneed sort of hated each other. And they asked Fisher, remember when they, his contract extension got announced? They were like 3-12 and 12 or something. And NFL Network reported that Fisher had signed an extension, and they asked the Rams, and the Rams denied it. And it was like they were embarrassed about their own press release. But like it had been signed months prior, and they just never bothered announcing it to the public? I think they always thought there'd be a good time. In classic Rams PR fashion, they thought there'd be a good time to bring this up. And there was never really a good time to bring it up. And so then it came out, and Fisher said, yeah, yeah, I got a new deal. And they're like, what about less? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> and so it led to the big piece that said it was like junior high school. But Demoff is quoted in there talking about Sean McVay and hiring the 
the Wonder Kid and how they met with him and they really liked them, but they, you know, they, they still wanted to go through the process. And it tells the story how McVeigh then interviews with the Niners and Demoff is nervously texting and calling his 49er friends and saying, is he still in there? Is the interview still going? And he's texting <laughs> McVeigh saying, get out of that interview. Get out. And my point is, if you knew that you wanted him, he was your guy, then why didn't you hire him right away? The piece is saying that they had the guts to do this, to hire a young coach. It was only 30 at the time. But as you read the story about the Niners interviewing him and he's texting McVeigh and he uses the, the F words as get the blank out of that interview. If I were McVeigh, I'm like, well, dude, you didn't hire me yet. What are you waiting for? Like they're getting credit for that, which it was a great hire. There's no doubt about it. It's proven to be. But if you read it, you'll say, well, why, why did they let him get to San Francisco? Why did they even let him interview at that level? So Joe Rod is our man on the scene for Super Bowl coverage. And throughout the week, I think we'll try and, I don't want to say dial it back, because we've already dialed back a lot of NFL coverage. There isn't a lot about the game that you really want to break down. It's going to come down to Sunday night. Either people will have lied or they didn't lie. That's all it is. Sunday night, either you're lying or you're not. Because the majority of people are saying they're not watching. I think the majority of people are lying. I think they are, too. Because on Sunday night, you just can't help it if that's what everyone's doing. I mean, imagine living in St. Louis during the World Series. You're like, well, I'm not going to watch. Kind of hard not to. Like, what else is on? The Super Bowl is one of those really rare events. Where everybody kind of... Every other network down. just kind of shuts down, right? Like, I mean, what's on NFL Network? Rudy or something? I, I, yeah, like during the World Series and NBA Finals, networks will still air their regular programming. But they kind of they take a back seat for the Super Bowl and just say, we'll take the Sunday off and then kick things back up next week. So I, I am curious... Unless you're saving up something on Netflix or Hulu. Maybe or Frank got... could watch a power watch, power watch The Sopranos. Frank should watch The Sopranos in Super Bowl Sunday. Although Frank's on board. He said he's at a 10 in his interest level in this game. I don't know. I think the majority of people are going to watch. Now, if you, if you invite people over for a party, is that sort of rude? Like, you're having a party? You know what the league did to us? Can you still host a party? And not be a and not be considered a, a bad person. Can you yell at your host if you go there and the game's on and just like berate them? I think there's going to be a lot of weird events too. You know, a non-watch party, non-Super Bowl parties. I uh, think a lot of bars will probably have like, hey, we'll watch like a movie or we'll we'll replay the Rams Titans Super Bowl from 1999. I think we'll see a lot of those. And if if I'm a news station, that's when you go to the Schnooks at like around 6:30. Hey, you're not watching the big game. Uh, no, what game is that? That's what Martin's going to be doing. Martin, you're going to be at a Schnucks. I'll be live at Schnucks. You'll be at Ikea interviewing people wondering why they're not watching the Super Bowl. So you're pumping gas right about now. Shouldn't you be watching the big game? <laughs> hey, one of our great sponsors is Appliance Discounters. They have six area locations, easy to find. The first one was in Webster Groves, right there on Watson. The first one was more than a decade ago. It was real simple. Appliances at the lowest prices. That's what Denise and her husband, John, her brother, Tony, they said, we could probably make this work. It was just the three of them. John's a retired police officer, city of St. Louis. His wife said, we can do this. We can we could start up a little company here. Maybe, you know, one location. All right, how about two? How about three? They now have six locations. It's because the formula works. Lowest prices for those appliances, and it doesn't matter what the brand, GE, Frigidaire, Electrolux, Samsung, Bosch dishwashers, all the biggest names at the lowest prices. It's real simple. They'll do the price checking at the big box stores around town as well to make sure that you're paying the least amount. They've got a warehouse in downtown St. Louis, so therefore, 
They can buy things in bulk, which means they're saving money, and you get those savings. Their savings are your savings. It's that simple. TheAppliancedisCounters.com, Webster, South County, St. Charles, Baldwin, City of St. Louis, and in Fairview Heights, Illinois, as well. TheAppliancedisCounters.com. I am curious for people who are claiming that they're not going to watch the game. Are there conditions to that? Like, what if, okay, you're not going to watch a game, you're not paying attention, but you check Twitter, and it's, you know, 9 o'clock, and you see, oh, it's 31 all, and 90 seconds left, Brady has the ball. Like, yeah, like reaching oh, for the remote. Should, should I put it on? Or it's 49 nothing, and Stan Kroenke's getting tomatoes thrown at him at, in, in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, or whatever it's called now. You're going to turn it on to watch that? Right. How firm is your stance? Right, right. And what are your... Limitation. Because I could see, I'm going to a party on Sunday. I could see myself not being that attentive, probably through the first half of the game. It's the perfect game this year, I would say, because everybody's, "Ah, I don't really care. I don't want to see the Rams win. I hope that they lose, whatever. It's the perfect game to go to a Super Bowl party because most years, I hate the idea of being at a big party for a game that I care about. And if you have a watch party, hey, let's everybody over. If Marquette's playing a big game, I'd honestly rather be sitting by myself, hundred <laughs> percent, or a couple of people, but 100%. not like forty people. Especially people. Excuse me, can we turn the volume up? Especially people who are who are going to yell at me when I tell them, "Can you be quiet during the game?" And then as soon as the commercials start, if I want to talk about something, they're like, oh, "I'm trying to watch a commercial." You're cutting into the commercials. I'm a, like that drives so don't me. Don't invite Rocky to your Super yeah, Bowl no, party. Yeah, no, I'm That's bad for I'm Super Bowl parties right when I care about the game. Um, I feel like you would be really hostile this Sunday um, <laughs> because you have a lot of hostility towards the Rams. Do not talk to Rocky on I Sunday. I might put a camera just on you. Could you be like our <laughs> um, lab rat over at Fox Two? We'll yes, just put yes, you in yeah, a cubicle. Sure. <laughs> hey, 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 let's l- listen. I know, I know, I know. We shouldn't invent news, but. Tell me what you're going to be at. I'll make. I'll give you something to. We'll, we'll make this happen. We could have Rock um, like hooked up. You know they've got little wires coming off his fingernails. Like, just, just have a blood pressure. Yeah, and engage. you react. To every play. If I had, if I had some of the sound from like my first few years in radio of me just butchering the Patriots on the air, and then if I could just cut that with my with my reactions of every pro Patriots and like anti Rams play, your newly found fan, yeah, my newly found fandom of the Patriots after just being every every anti Boston thing I've ever said in my entire life, which is most of one of the things I've said uh, when it comes to sports, and now I'm rooting for the Patriots. I mean, I just I have to pay attention. I have to root against the Rams to watch the game. But I mean, as soon as the game ends, either way it goes, I. Don't want to know that Stan Kroenke is celebrating, and so if that happens, I'm, I can't watch. I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna be furious. I just picture Rocky. But I don't want to watch the Patriots do this for the sixth freaking time. Like if, if the Rams half. win on Sunday, uh, no. I, I honestly picture Rocky doing wind sprints up and down his street. I'm gonna be no matter what the temperature anxiety. is, no matter if it's be... raining, it doesn't matter what it is outside. Rocky is just gonna be doing wind sprints, yelling up and down his street, Where and the will cops will be? probably be called. Where will you be? Are you going to be with other people? Because I don't think you should be. And I'm being serious about it. It's if the I can't honestly I can't imagine because again because like I, this I'm, is, I'm happy with them losing, but like it doesn't make me as angry as it again, makes you. The amount of happiness that I would feel had the St. Louis Rams won another Super Bowl, and to watch them not do it, it it's liter- it's quite literally the inverse in the amount of anger I'm going to feel. All right, I'm going to name some people now. Rooting or not rooting for the Rams to win? Mike Martz. I'll say rooting, but a soft rooting. I'm going to say not. Okay. <laughs> Jeff Fisher. Not rooting. Rooting. Like thousand percent? Yeah. 
he's rooting for. Apparently, he he said on he said on his interview, um, we might pay a snippet from with uh, Barstool. Barstool. Uh, he said he adores Stan Kroenke, which makes me not want to listen uh, to that interview. Uh, exactly. That was exactly my exact. I, I like, haven't seen the interview. I adore Kroenke. Oh God. Apparently, yeah. he talked about bears, and Think that's about why this. Chris would Gardner. You, would you not adore somebody who lets you do a mediocre job and pays you millions yes. of dollars? So I, I I understand why he adores him. Doesn't make it any less. Disgusting. And maybe gave him another seven, eight million on the way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, can you just say some nice stuff about it? Sure. Can you remember just not be good at your job for Steve a few years? Spagnolo, pocket eighteen million. For? Indifferent. Oh, I'd say indifferent because he's so far removed now from his tenure as Rams head coach. In that Scott Linehan, indifferent. He or... seems bitter. I think he's not rooting, rooting against. against. Them. He just yeah. got beat by him. Was he on the Saints staff? No, the Cowboys. No, he was on the Cowboys. Cowboys, Cowboys staff. Didn't the Rams oh, the Cowboys? yeah, and then he got, yeah. Fi- he got fired. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah he got he's fired. rooting against them. Rooting yeah. Against. Okay. Just trying to think of... Joe Vitt? <clears throat> what is Joe Vitt doing in general? <laughs> I would say is he, he in is... Buffalo? <laughs> I would say... Defensive he... line coach? Let's just get a Joe Vitt update this week. See the AFL? The, he the was one league? of those original <laughs> interim bumps that we talk about in Strix. There's always a bump with the interim. He's an assistant head coach and linebacker coach of the... Are you kidding me? New Orleans Saints? you got to be kidding me. He's been there forever. No, he's not. No, either. he's with Miami now. Okay. He's he's in their front office. Okay. Senior well, director Gates of football. Is his son-in-law. Oh. So he's probably oh. going to the Jets, oh. if I had to guess. Dumb. But he came along as a breath of fresh air because it was a tense season and everybody was kind of at odds with Mike Martz, and he was really entertaining, and he had all these little isms that he would say. But he also kind of had this Jersey-Philly accent, so you couldn't always understand what he said. The famous one was... Guys who weren't competing or playing hard enough, he said, if you don't want to play hard enough, you just let us know. And he had said, let us know. He said, let us know, but let he kind of slurred it, let us know. And Jim Thomas in the paper the next day oh, no. wrote a story about it and said, you know, Vitt calls players, wants their attention to detail, and he said, if you're not ready to play, let us let it snow. <laughs> And Jim thought it was just some kind of like weird ism. He didn't even question it. Or like it, it was just, just kind of his Philly Jersey so you th- lingo. Do you think that just happened like in his transcribing of like like uh, it was like a recorder? Yeah, I think he, he got heard, to it later. Snow. It's like let it snow. And all these coaches have kind of weird amazing. sayings. So the next day it's we're all out the there, best. and it's another one of those you know auditorium media greetings. And Joe Vitt walks out. and He says, "Hey Jim, let it snow." Let it snow? And Jim's like, uh, uh, I thought you had said, he goes, let us know. <laughs> Which to this day, that's fantastic. Mo Drummond and I will see each other and we'll just every once in a while say, let it snow? So Joe and I will put down as neutral, not rooting for or against. I think there's a lot of, in that category, I think Fisher will say he's rooting for, but deep down... Rooting against? Probably. Doesn't want to see Demoff win? Doesn't want to, even though he's nothing against Sean McVay, do you really want to see McVay win? If how, he's... how about this from the text line? What about Chris Long? Who is he rooting for on Sunday? <sighs> yeah, that's a great question, and I'm going to say he's rooting for, because he likes Donald and Gurley, and he's a good teammate. Oh, see, I was going to say he's rooting for the Patriots, because he's friends with those guys, because he won a Super Bowl with them. Yeah. Ooh, okay. I guess the better question, he's probably impartial. Like, who cares? <laughs> Whoever God. wins, I'm happy. Would he be mad if the Rams won? I'd say no. I don't want to bring this up, but I swear to God, is Billy Devaney still involved in football? No, he became like the general manager of the Atlanta Legends. There you that, go. Is that that That's new about league? Right. 
I don't know. But that that tells you all you need to yeah, know. These the guys Alliance all League. get recycled. As soon as he left the Rams, nobody hired. He was a CBS television consultant. And then he was the executive director of player personnel for the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Correct. That's all you need to know. That was Bring that into the court. Rock, when we have the court case against the Billy NFL, freaking when we bring in there the competitiveness of this franchise, I want to bring in, we hired Billy Devaney to the be the GM. Drafted. And after he left here, he was hired by the University of Nebraska-Lincoln and CBS to be a consultant. That's your former GM. All right, that's the extent of our Super Bowl breakdown. Doors open at Fast Eddie's at <laughs> 1 o'clock, about a half hour from now. Alton, Illinois, live music every day. And you've heard us talk about the great food. If you haven't been, get that half-pound Fat Eddie burger. Talking about 220 maybe for the burger, a little cheese, 230 240 for a half-pound burger. Peel and eat shrimp, basket of fries, big Elwood, hot chick on a stick. The menu has remained the same for years, and the prices have also remained the same. Really, it's great value. Got to be 21, got to be in the mood, and if it's lunchtime, you just want to have a little fun, maybe afternoon, maybe next maybe next Sunday. Don't even watch, watch the game. I bet you Eddie doesn't even know it's the Super Bowl. He doesn't care. Do a full Straubinger during the Super Bowl. Do the full Straubinger. Get on up there during the Super Bowl. You don't have to pay it. You can boo when you see Kronk. You don't have to watch the game closely. Head on up to Fast Eddie's. If you haven't been in a while, get back. Clark Bridge into Alton, Illinois. Take a right, and you're there. The street sign will lead the way. It says Fast Eddie Way. It's Broadway and 4th Street. If you've never been, check it out. Ready for lunch. Head on up there right where are you? Where are you in Redbud? Swing by. You're in Belleville? Swing by. That's the Illinois thing. You just tell people to swing by. It's worth the trip. Alton, Illinois. The legend continues at Fast Eddie's. Midday Grind. Taking a quick break here on 590 The Fan. This 